Hey guys, you're listening to Scary Stories from Camp Roanoke. This is a podcast where we tell each other true scary stories. My name is Katie Wiggins. I'm Morgan Driscoll. And we're getting close to September. I had an idea. It's probably... No, I'm not going to make a judgment on it. I'm going to let you decide. No, yeah. I was thinking yeah, that instead okay. of our normal intro music, mm-hmm. instead we could do something a little nostalgic, a little interesting. Ooh. Here, I'll, I'll play it for you and we'll see. The Wii Sports intro. I'm here for it. <laughs> I love this. Oh my god. What do you oh think? Oh my god. <laughs> What if we had it just on an endless loop in the background? With like every like 30 seconds a spooky like Halloween sound effect like <laughs> I'm just saying we have options. Yeah, I 10 out of 10. Wrap up the podcast. We did it. We could still make top we still have time to make tier. this a Wii Sports podcast. <laughs> I played that a lot as a kid. Oh, everyone did. <laughs> um, my it. favorite was tennis. Although real tennis skill yeah. does not translate, so I'd just like to set the record straight. Because I... I liked... I liked the basketball. Oh. I don't think that I That might have been in, like, the resort sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I didn't have that one. Which was not as fun. <laughs> All right. Well, the, like... Obviously, you deduce this is a scary story podcast, <laughs> and uh, and this this week it's Morgan's turn. I feel like there's been paranormal news. Have, has there been paranormal? Oh, I went to yesterday. I went to um, back to the Merchant House Museum, which we did an episode on because I was going with the little girl that I babysit, and I wanted her to to experience it. It's the oldest, best preserved home in New York. It's in Manhattan in NoHo. Or Soho. I can't remember. It is in... NoHo is north of Houston Street. Soho is south of Houston Street. Oh. I I have no idea. Um, But it's super well preserved from like the 1850s. And it's supposed to be one of the most haunted places in New York. And so I took the little girl there and uh she was like loving it when we were walking around just being like oh i wish i could live here because it's just like a gilded beautiful home and then i mentioned like oh you know this is supposed to be you know really haunted and then like her whole demeanor changed and she like (gasps) then we went up to the bedrooms where they have like mannequins of the people wearing their clothes and i was like he died in this bed and and she was like oh will you stay close to me and i'm like (laughs) she's got the bug (laughs) no i will not I will lock you in this room and close the door. Uh, but Goodbye. but uh, then we were going down and I was like saying thank you to like the guide and everyone. And she goes, <laughs> little girl goes, um, what are the spirits here real? And then the, the guide goes, absolutely, without skipping a beat. And she, <laughs> she was like, yes. Um, uh, the other day, a little boy came in here with a school group. And the school group was in one bedroom and he walked into the other, wandered off alone. And and then eventually the the rest of the school group joined him. And 
And then when the guide was talking about like uh, the furniture in the room and the history of it, he was like, yeah, and this is from this and this and this is this and that. And they were like, how do you know that? And he was like, the man that was in here told me all about it. And they were like, there was no there's no one else in this house right now. And and oh then they God. went downstairs and there is a painting of Seabury Treadwell who lived there. And he was like, that man told me. <gasps> and of course, oh my, my God. little girl was like, jaw Shit to the pants. ground, shocked. And I was like, oh, thank you for telling her that. She will cry herself to sleep tonight. Um, let's head out. So anyway, my job as a babysitter has been um, pretty much satisfied. She's terrified her. Um, but also she learned a little bit about That's history. Amazing. So. Yeah. That's so fun. Crazy mm-hmm. story. I am in full fledged fall Halloween mode Yay. already. I'm making a calendar of all the spooky fall themed movies I want to watch. Yes. I'm going to schedule it out. We should watch them so. together and talk about them. <gasps> yes. I'll um. I'll make a. I'll send you my list. Yeah. I. Yeah. We should do that. I had an idea that maybe we should do like a few extra episodes during like the months of September and October to just like some scary movie episodes or like just like mm-hmm. ridiculous movies that we can talk about. Yes. Children of the Corn is really. Tr- <gasps> So more much. We've got more. your woman outsider. <laughs> it is so much weirder than anyone gives it credit for. Like yeah. really, really stranger than anyone yeah. has talked about. So I yeah, some movies definitely they need their due. Um but yeah, that's an idea. I love that. Let us know, listeners, if there's a spooky movie you'd like us to to watch this fall season. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Okay. What um what are you gonna tell me? All right, I've got my cat on my lap and a story in my heart. Oh! Um, I'm going to talk about the Venture Hotel in San Antonio. Please! All right, all right. So, it's super old, and it's beautiful. They've renovated it probably five, six, seven, eight, ten, a billion times since it was built in the 1800s. It was 1859 by William Minja himself. Wait, it's been renovated almost 10 times and it's only it's like been 150 renovated. years old? That's like a renovation yeah, every like 20 years. Yeah, not like a full renovation, but they've added a lot of rooms. They've fixed things. It's a hotel that people currently stay at, so I'm sure they've modernized well, more of the things. I have seem been. greedy and ambitious and I already don't appreciate these owners. <laughs> And I hate them. <laughs> um, but uh, famous guests include people such as Sam Houston, General. Get get ready. The list the list goes on. I was shocked. I, I was expecting like James Dean. <laughs> no, get ready. Um, Gen- uh-huh. General Lee, General Grant, President McKinley, President Taft. President Eisenhower, President Roosevelt, Babe Ruth, and Mae West. Babe Ruth? All people who have stayed at this hotel. Why were all these people in San Antonio? I don't know, because if it were like in New York or LA, then the list would be several pages and that would be all we would have time for. But like... (laughs) (laughs) So you're doing us a favor. You're welcome. But time-wise, you've chosen... (laughs) 
um a san antonio hotel that's very yeah. funny i i yeah it's it's pretty impressive though that a san antonio hotel had so many political made, figures yeah. it was it cheaper to stay in san antonio than austin because all of these people are political figures and austin is the state capital where all the legislation would be happening so like how long has austin been the capital Oh, if you're going to ask me about Texas history, where <laughs> No, I don't have <laughs> any idea. Because <laughs> I, I might be an idiot here because I didn't pay attention in geography and Katie can vouch well, for they that tried fact. To, the, the mistake was they tried to make us learn it so many times that um we just, that I guess none of us just cared because we were all bored of it, but we yeah. also didn't absorb any of it. So, um, oh my god, so you super counterproductive it, learning. It actually prepared us for this moment right now because instead of paying attention in history, Katie and I would go in the halls and read Stephen King. So, we've there been preparing for this <laughs> <laughs> for a long time. But maybe the Austin wasn't always the main. Pl- I don't know. I feel like it used to be Houston, but really, there's nothing less interesting than Texas history. Yeah, so that's very true. We should move Don't tell the Texas school system that. Oh, they won't. They won't hear it. <laughs> they aren't listening. They're not. <laughs> um, it is across from the Alamo. I don't know how far away it was described Everything as. Everything in San Antonio from. is across from the Alamo. San Antonio is very small. Yeah, it's very small. So, very popular place. Very beautiful. The decorations feel like you're in another time period. It feels very authentic to the beginning mm-hmm. but you know obviously nice and clean and not that old looking so i'm gonna nice talk nice and clean and not that old looking <laughs> wow you should give them a yelp review i have to go maybe it's actually horrible no it looks delightful i'm gonna talk about the ghosty ghosts that have been cited there and give you a little bit of history behind them okay so let's dive right into it so this is one of those stories where I'm not really sure how accurate it is, but this is very interesting to me. Teddy Roosevelt allegedly haunts this place. What? Yeah. And it's kind of silly, but I love the backstory behind it, so I'm going to tell you all about it. He used to- Theodore Roosevelt is haunting someone's bare rug somewhere in oh Africa. Oh my god. They, they, he's not in- He can't be well, everywhere. You know what? He might be. He's- I won't He's tell in every yeah. explorer's soul. That's so true. I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> Almost threw my coffee across my computer. Ah! <laughs> I'm angry. So he apparently used to frequent the bar at the Menger Hotel, and he would sit there and liquor up cowboys until mm-hmm. they joined the Rough Riders to fight in the Spanish American War. Oh, so I he would recruit there. <laughs> Liquor up the cowboys to join my Spanish-American war. Oh, God. Wait, what? He did what? Yeah. He liquored up cowboys? Yeah, that's why why I'm like, bullshit, he's not haunting this place, but what a great fucking story for your bar. He would just sit there at the bar and snuggle up to a cowboy and liquor him up and and it was described as and before they were fully sober they were on their way to training oh my gosh he shanghaied them he did that is not allowed i love it that's how i should get people to join my improv troupe that's how we get campers get them drunk and then get them tattooed with our name (laughs) and then it's done i love it 
So people allegedly say he's been seen there having a drink. Okay. Which, what a what a great. What I a wonder great what story. they were drinking. Probably whiskey. Oh, I hope it's it was Texas. Some sort of probably fun not ex- San Antonio. I don't know if they yeah. have a cocktail. I wonder what San Antonio's cocktail is. Oh, I'm sure is. they do. Probably just a margarita. Mm, very true. So we're going to move on to Captain Richard King, owner of one of the biggest ranches in the U.S., King Ranch. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. This is King Ranch. Yeah, a okay. lot of Texas stuff going on right now. He had yeah, a. Per- it's also yeah. a quality expedition. <laughs> Excellent car. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. They could be a sponsor. King Ranch. King Ranch, I- if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm sure they are. I'm sure they're listening. You're looking for quality leather seating and a, a car that gives you the space to explore the Texas outback. There's you're no looking for a car. Don't quit. Get yourself King Ranch. That's that's more along the. Well, you've heard us. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Um, he had a personal suite in this hotel. He frequented mm-hmm. so often, and his doctor told him, "You're gonna die very soon in a few months." He had some sort of illness going on, Captain Richard King. So he decided to spend his last few months in the place that made him happiest, this hotel, and he wrote his will in his room. Oh my goodness. Yeah. This must be a really nice hotel. I think it must be. It must have been back in the day, too, if all these people just stayed here so often. He loved it so much there that he had his funeral in their parlor. Oh, yeah, and um, his personal suite is now called the Ranch Room, the King Ranch Room, and people have seen him in the room, and they've seen a man enter the room where the door was before they remodeled. So they've remodeled his room since, but he walks in where the door would have been, which I love when ghosts pay attention okay. to. Yeah. When they follow the old. Ooh, I'm looking at pictures of this hotel, and it looks looks really pretty. Gorgeous. That's what I'm saying. Like the pictures look fabulous. Yeah, you go San Antonio. Yeah, you go San Antonio. So, um, since it's across from the Alamo, there's been a lot of people who hear footsteps from outside, and people who hear heavy boots walking, in marching sounds. Mm Mm-hmm. So people hear things. That seem Alamo related. Okay. I'm going to talk about Sally White. It's really sad. Alamo esque, Alamo aesthetic. I'm going to talk about Sally White. Alamo adjacent. Alamo adjacent. Sally White's really upsetting, so buckle down, get ready. She was a chambermaid for the hotel during Victorian times who had a problem with her husband. And that resulted in her dying in the hotel. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get into the nitty gritty. Your my door, door my door keeps. You. That was the cat's fault. My door keeps opening by itself, oh, and okay. Katie sees it. But this time it was the cat. <laughs> Very spooky. Now it's just an old house falling apart. Okay, so it's 1876. Sally White has a husband who's described as jealous. I think he's at least verbally abusive. Probably physically abusive. I don't have anything to back that up. Um, He got jealous one night and ran into the hotel 
while she was working and shot her. And she didn't die immediately, but she died a few days later. And since she didn't die immediately, he had the chance to run away. And he never got arrested or got in trouble for murdering his wife. Where did he... Did he, did he just skip town? He just skipped town. Because if she would have died immediately, they would have taken him away. I think they would have murdered him for... With Oh, you mean they would have like the, immediately taken him into custody? Yeah, they should have. They should have done that anyway. Yeah, she didn't die immediately. Were they just like distracted with getting her I to guess. a hospital or something? Yeah, it was eighteen seventy six. I feel like it was much easier to get away with crime. Well, you say that, but watch uh, forensic files, and a lot of these dumbasses, if they had just moved to another state and changed their names, they would have been fine. But um, well, but no. Uh, Ian likes to watch it and just be like, you idiots, anyone could get away with a crime. And I'm like, those are exactly the kind of idiots that don't get away with crimes are people that see other people committing crimes and think that they should leave. Well, he says they always get cute and that's their problem. It's like they stage a suicide when it's like, just Mm -hmm. shoot them, like destroy the gun, leave town, like, and possibly the country. And you'll probably, I'm not endorsing, don't commit crimes. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind, you will get caught and you will go to jail. Mm-hmm. Maybe the police could sponsor us. The band. <laughs> Sponsored by the police. <laughs> I think you keep getting farther and farther away from anyone, anyone who would sponsor this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to read a little bit of the article that was posted from the 1800s on this shooting, and it's really upsetting, and I can't be the only one who knows about it, so I'm going to have to read it to you guys. The title of the article is Malicious and Probably Fatal Shooting of Negro Woman by Her Crazed Husband. Mm. Okay. The peaceful neighborhood to the rear of the Minger Hotel was yesterday morning suddenly disturbed by pistol shots succeeded by the shrill shrieks of a female. A Negro by the name of Henry Wheeler was murdering his wife. The tale runs thus. Which... The tale runs thus. The tale runs thus. I don't like that they're going about it like it's a, ooh, action story. Let's tell you the tale. They And they go well, that's on. Exactly, that's exactly how news is covered nowadays. On yeah. ABC, they have this fun thing where they, in all caps, say, horrible. Oh, cold. my God. Man murders wife with fish. Like, they always, it's always all caps, horrible. It's like, gawk at this crime. So pretty much the same it. thing. I hate it. The way they wrote it was like, we're writing a book and we're loving it. And I don't like news for that reason. Yeah. Well, why, why else? Would, I mean, none of this information would do anyone any good other than for entertainment purposes, very really. Unless someone was just like, I swear I heard a pistol shot mm. Saturday morning at 6 a.m. I wonder if somebody got killed. And then they open the newspaper and they're like, well, I'll be darned. And then we'll go on next door and post about it. Yeah, but even then, it's just like a satisfaction of curiosity. So she went to the cops. The article goes on to say she went to the cops and said, he's going to kill me if I go home tonight. So she slept at the police station and then early in the morning came back to the hotel. And that's where he was there waiting for her. And he shot her in the hotel. 
Um, he seized her, he fired the ball, wounding her severely in the bowels. She ran, and after her, he went firing two other shots and felling the partner of his bosom on the south side of the brewery. So the hotel had a brewery back in the day. Um, the act from beginning to end is a revolting one, being actuated by pure malice aforethought, making him, it would seem, if the woman dies, subject to the highest punishment the criminal offender has to bear. He didn't, he didn't get, no justice was served, so I wouldn't blame her if she haunted the halls of this hotel, and it seems like she does. People, a lot of people report seeing a maid in old-timey uniform walking the halls. They'll call for towels, she'll turn around and make eye contact (laughs) with them. (laughs) They they see a spirit maid, and they're still like... Where's the ice machine? (laughs) But also, Ah! I'm more terrified than I've ever been. (laughs) Ah, Oh my god. Do you have an extra key to 18.6? I left my key card in my purse and it's downstairs. But oh my god, Ah! you're transparent. (laughs) So people make eye contact with her all the time. She'll just look right at you. And then Mm. she'll vanish. Or she'll just walk away, and they'll be like, wow, what a rude maid. Or... <laughs> I can't believe the help just looked me in the, the eye. The audacity. <laughs> One person asked for a towel. She looked at them and walked away. And so they Good. followed her into another room. And by oh the time God. by the time they got in the room, she had vanished. Ma'am. 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 A ta- Ma'am. <laughs> You have sufficient towels in your room. If you run out of towels, you're probably doing something that you shouldn't be doing. So you just calm down and you take a normal amount of showers. Yeah, you bathe too much. Yes, which no... (laughs) No, I'm not going to dig at San Antonio. San Antonio deserves the love. Go Spurs, go. Go Okay, continue. So they followed her into the room and she vanished. That's so insane. Who the... If I looked at a waiter and was like, could I get another water? And they looked at me and walked away. (laughs) I wouldn't pursue the matter. (laughs) Hey, wait, wait, what? Hey, over here, Garcon. That's that's literally a spirit from another goddamn dimension. And you are in pursuit. I don't know. And not even for the reason that they are a spirit from another dimension you want to tell. I don't think that people catch on that she's a spirit until she vanishes. She's not wearing modern made clothing. Well, I don't know. Maybe the help dresses like the the concierge and everybody dresses in old garb. No. Maybe not. I assure you they do not. (laughs) People are just dumb. That's all. That's all it is. Um, Something more aggressive. One of the staff members was finishing giving a tour and they were putting some stuff away in one of the storage closets and the door slammed them shut into the closet. Ooh, so shining ass. And they went, oh my goodness. And as they turned around, the doorknob was aggressively moving and shaking and turning. <gasps> that would scare the hell out of me. Yeah. I would quit. I would definitely. Would you quit? I would. Oh, yeah. I'd quit. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually. Her funeral was paid for by the hotel because they loved her so much as an employee. 
And back in the day, her funeral cost $32. Hmm. Well, it was nice of the hotel to shell that out. <laughs> I don't know. Back in the 1870s, that might have been some coins. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, the so. way that I think about um, currency in the past mm-hmm. is that in the Samantha American Girl Christmas movie, yeah. uh, Samantha <laughs> really wants a doll, and then Grand Mary's like, that's $3, Samantha, that's a lot of money. And then so anytime anyone talks about currency in the past and I think about inflation, I always gauge it with like, so in 1911 when Samantha wanted a doll, $3 was too much for a wealthy family to spend on a toy. So if that figures, then... I feel like I learned a lot from American Girl dolls. I did. I enjoyed it. That in the 1920s, cloth and knit separates were popular. Mix and match. <laughs> That's what I learned. <laughs> Maybe they'll sponsor us. They can do they a haunted sew doll. In, they sew in... Um, all those dolls are haunted. You, they sew in an extra block of fabric so that... As the ch- as the girls would grow, you could rip out the stitches and it would become three inches longer. <laughs> wow! Wow! History. <laughs> History. I love it. Okay, we're going to move on to some stuff that's happened to some guests. Um, this guy was using a shower. He was a guest there. And mm-hmm. he was as he was getting out of the shower, there was a man in his room wearing a buckskin jacket and gray pants. Cool. And he was arguing with an unseen presence. Cool. Just arguing. And then he said, are you going to stay or are you going to go three times and then vanished? Oh, yes. I love hotel spirits. They make me so happy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so happy. I wonder who he's arguing with. I, I wonder who he was. I wonder what a buckskin jacket I looks know. like. I know. I don't even want to look it up because I have a, an image in my mind and I don't want that not to be what it is. <laughs> okay. Um, fair. <laughs> lots of shit happens in this hotel. Utensils fly all over the kitchen often. People see black shadow spirits walking around. People take pictures and there's always orbs in the pictures or there's outlines of things that weren't there in person. A lot of stuff goes on in this hotel. It seems like one of those places. It seems like a small-ish hotel. Like, it's only like three or four stories tall. It, I think what I read says that now it's like 300 rooms, which isn't very big. But back in the day, I'm assuming it was not too many rooms. Because they renovated it and expanded so much. Not really sure. Okay. Okay. We're bouncing around to incidents of people, so now I'm going to talk about the woman in blue. Yes. Yes. So, where the original lobby is, people often see this woman in an old-fashioned blue dress, and that's the only description I could get of it, so I can't tell how old-fashioned, which is upsetting. an era... Right. Does she have a bustle? Does she have uh, a crinoline? How hoops is, is her skirt? Is it like old fashioned like my grandma would wear it? Like is it yes. a recent ghost? <laughs> I don't know. Old fashioned old blue fashioned. dress. And she's I've heard someone refer to like 
oh, I love this movie, but it's, like, really old. It's from, like, 1992. Oh, Jesus. And I'm like, okay, our definitions of really old are really different. (laughs) (laughs) If I preface by saying, you should totally watch this movie, but it's really old, that probably means that it's, like, 1928. Like, so there's no sound. Yeah. But there's three different versions with different soundtracks, and this one is really fun. But it's 60 minutes long and you really have to concentrate. <laughs> Worth viewing. Like, that's something down. I would preface with, it's really Not old. 92. <laughs> My God. 92, yes. I can't even relate to culture then. You, I you, have no idea what to even make of it. <laughs> if you wouldn't say a person born in 92 is really old, you can't say a movie from 92 is really old. That's a really good, that is a good way yeah. to, that's a good gauge. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I pride myself in gauges. So, this woman in old-fashioned blue, she's seen knitting in the location of the original lobby. Hell yeah. And one time someone asked her if she was okay and if she needed anything. Why? Because I guess it was just an old lady. I knit on the train all the damn time and I'm fine. Are you okay? Yes, I'm doing great. Maybe she had been there for like eight hours straight. I'm creating. I'm an so artist. So mind your own business. <laughs> Screw off. She should have just said that. But what she said was <laughs> she looked at them and very sternly said no and vanished. Yeah, but like literally, <laughs> mind your own business. Don't interrupt my Do you crafts. Need help? No. And she went. Poof. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. She wants to knit. No. <laughs> and in a puff of smoke that woman was gone and away she goes so another story of the three sisters this one's really upsetting and I feel like this is just one of those things where it's one of those hotels where like it just harbors, I think that's most hotels for some people reason people flock to it with this bad people energy. do weird things where they're not like <laughs> Yeah. attached to like their it. surroundings. You know what I mean? Like a hotel... A... <laughs> Never trust a Oh, La I don't even want to know the shit that goes down in La Quinta Inns. Uh, but like, yeah, there's something about hotels. It's like things a lot because they're, it's like consequence free. It's like you've already paid for your own babysitter. So like you're just... Yeah. The hotel is just like taking care of you and you can do whatever you want and not necessarily be held responsible. Yeah. Unless you take robes, in which case you will be charged. <laughs> no one is above mm-hmm. that law. But you could also kill yourself and maybe another person. Yep. But don't, but don't you, you dare take a damn robe. robe because they will charge you. Because <laughs> they have your credit card on file. They do, and they're not afraid to use it. No. So, think about, think it. about it. So we're going to look at the three sisters. They checked in four months after it was opened in 1859. Mm-hmm. The youngest okay. one had just ended an affair, and the two other sisters were just leaving town with her. Oh, I bet they did. They like go and get her. Maybe they might have taken her away from. Be like, Phoebe, we're gonna go get you a reasonable husband, and you can have a good life. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna stop over in San Antonio at this really nice hotel. 
for a second and probably nothing terrible will happen probably nothing but probably nothing terrible so welcome aboard okay okay no they didn't know know. you should always know never trust a hotel um they're sleeping all together in one bed Uh uh-huh and they were awoke in the middle of the night and it was the woman's husband, the youngest woman. He found out about the affair. Oh, so she was married. She was cheating on her husband. The sisters came to collect her, potentially. Yeah. And then the husband yeah. comes Maybe back. they wanted her yeah. to start okay. over and not be doing the things she was doing. Maybe her husband found out and she was on the lam. Who knows? Maybe it was a girl's spa weekend. Maybe. We'll, we'll never, never know. know. But he found out about the affair he ran into their room and shot his wife in the head. And then, since he was a horrible person and angry and knew that the sisters knew about it, he shot them for knowing. And then he set up the guns in their bodies to look like it was a suicide. I was picturing... Okay. Huh. <laughs> what is it about this hotel and men being crazy and jealous? Or maybe Angry it should men. just be like, what is it about Texas? I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> they don't like to be cuckolded. They don't. So, this room seems like it's still intact. Like, the doors haven't been moved. The, out- the, outlay of- the lay of the land is the same for this room. Despite the renovations. And fairly recently, a woman who got out of an unsavory relationship unsavory is how she described it. Was, I think maybe he was abusive yeah. and she was running away. She yeah. made it seem like she was unsavory running away from something. Unsavory has like a inappropriate connotation to it. Like an unsavory... Ah! Oh my god. I, I think I heard talking or something and I just... Oh my god. I'm sorry. That scared the shit. Are you okay? <laughs> I thought I heard like a... That was scary. Roger was probably just talking to the dog, and <laughs> I lost it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I spooked myself. I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> what were Why we talking about? <laughs> okay. Oh, right. I was unsavory relationship. When I think of someone describing themselves as getting out of an unsavory relationship, like she could have been dating like a penguin mm-hmm. or something. Oh, maybe. But I don't think that's true. Maybe. they can't survive in such a hot climate. <laughs> Not so in I'm, Texas. I'm sure it just was an abusive husband. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's probably the the more accurate thing that was going on. Yeah. So she was running away from a relationship or and a she was staying one. in this room. Yeah. Everyone she is, is running away to this hotel and they really shouldn't because apparently yeah. it doesn't work out for like Bad anybody history. who tries. Yeah. She woke up to whispering in the room and sat up for a bit and then just fell back to sleep. Mm-hmm. And then she woke up to someone's hand on her back. No. So she opens her eyes and looks to the thing that was touching her back. And she saw a Victorian woman sitting against the headboard. <laughs> and <laughs> it gets worse. So. <laughs> 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 
would have screamed my fucking head off. Yeah, I would have died. Um, it's very dark. It's so dark that she saw no eyes, but only her teeth. Mm. And the teeth were described as jagged and exposed. <laughs> so she's sitting on the head. Can I stop you there? As teeth. Yeah. I don't have anything to say. I just wanted to stop you there. Okay. <laughs> I just needed a breather. <laughs> so what time yeah. period is this? Well, I the article I read, it seems like this was the woman who it happened to. So it seems like it happened fairly recently. Oh, okay. So someone went to the hotel recently and they mm-hmm. this, this happened. happened. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. These women are in Victorian garb. Right. This woman. So and this she's woman seeing... was probably in Target PJs, probably in her jam jams. Okay. So jagged, exposed teeth. Oh. She turns away as one would do mm-hmm. to see another Victorian woman standing in the bathroom doorway. <laughs> also with the crazy teeth, no! can't see her eyes. What? Yeah, so she screams until security breaks into her room. Okay. And that's what happened. That is exactly the reaction that I would uh, pers- I would prescribe. Yeah. Scream what- until emergency responders yeah. find you. Use your volume to your advantage. It's your only tool against the paranormal. It's your only tool. I Screaming. These... That is horrific. Yeah. Yeah. I think because it was kind of maybe the same-ish situation of women running away from men and being fearful of, like, a man coming back, maybe, that they were drawn to her? I don't know. Oh. I don't know if this has happened before and people just didn't write down their stories or I didn't see their stories. I don't know. That's terrifying. okay. It's terrifying. I... I have someone's, someone commented on one of the pages and talked about their experience at the hotel. Shirley Bett says, we stayed here and a couple things happened. We wow. took pictures in the, a couple things happened. You can see a black mass on the wall that was not in the other pictures that we took. Um, then we went to the river walk before going out to eat. Very San Antonio. Very when we got back to our room, the key didn't work. Had the best the guy, fajitas I had ever had. Then, my husband convinced us to go dancing, and I had just the best time of my life. We'll definitely come back to San Antonio. This was such a wonderful place to have our vowel vowel renewal. Our vowel renewal. A-E-I-O. Had a wine tasting on the river walk. Couldn't believe a more romantic location. I hate comments. (laughs) But this one gets, it's paranormal, so I'm fine with it. When we got back to our room, the key didn't work. The guy said that we were not in that room. I said, yes, we were. Give me. <laughs> I said, yes, we were, sir. Give me a card key that will work and all of our stuff will be in that room. He just kept saying we were not given that room and we were never in it. So he gave me a key card for the room two doors down. It was just odd. My friend wouldn't go back in the other one. What? So I guess all their stuff is just... I don't know what happened with that. What happened with the stuff? Could it I have been she was just literally mistaken? Maybe. I don't... Really weird. But then why would they have a key card? I don't, I don't know. 
Um, so we stayed in a new room. Then in the middle of the night, a maid in her 70s, wearing old period style black and white maid outfit, knocked on door asking if we needed more towels. I told her no because we had just gotten there that afternoon and it was in the middle of the night. It was weird. I went down to the office to talk to them about it and I told them there was... And I was told there was no one with that description that worked for them. And no one going to rooms at that time of night. It was a trip. (laughs) Yeah. So I have one more account of a person that stayed there. And this is from a psychic. Hell yeah. So, yeah. So a psychic went with her friend who is not an empath, not a psychic, you know, casual everyday person who was along for the ride. A casual everyday sort everyday of person. Everyday person. <laughs> Only tuned in to this reality. So Lame. she goes to the lobby, the psychic, and she feels like she's drawn to a chair and that she has to sit in the chair. Weird. So she sits in the chair and she said it felt like she was sitting on a spirit's lap. No. And it felt... Very strange and cold. <laughs> and she felt the vibe of a knitting old woman. Whoa. And then she talked. She did all. She went and went about the hotel and then got the history. <laughs> so she wouldn't like kind of tr- like see things that are trying. You know, she wanted to. So the psychic woman slate. sat on the chair. Yes. She sat on the chair. And she sat and on she the ghost. And she felt an old woman vibe. Yeah. Right, 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 right. She said, come sit on my lap. Oh, No. Yeah, so Thank I think you, though, it was the, It's a knitting woman. It's probably the woman in blue. I'm gonna. It's just not. Just gonna refrain. Yeah. yeah no, thank you, ma'am. So <laughs> it's 10 p.m. and they're kind of walking through the hotel now, trying to feel out the vibe. Mm-hmm. She felt like there was a woman and an older man on the third floor. Mm-hmm. She saw the woman's outline walking down the hall. She didn't see the man, but she felt like it was very heavy and he was very depressed. Mm-hmm. She felt his energy. It's nighttime. They've gone to bed now. Her friend says, hey, hey, look look over there at the chair next to the bed. There's a man sitting in the chair. Do you see him? <gasps> the psychic did not see the man. She could feel his energy, but she made it seem like, I feel like he was purposefully not showing himself to me, Hmm. but showing himself to my friend. He was wearing a uniform and boots, kind of military-esque. All right. Do we know a color? And the psychic... No. It was dark. They didn't get to see, but the psychic felt like he had killed himself and he was very depressed. And that this was the depressed spirit vibe that she felt. Mm Mm-hmm. And that he took his own life. Okay. So before they went to bed, they put the bathroom light on for comfort because it was a spooky place. Mm-hmm. And when they woke up, the light was off. Mm. And that's all that the psychic saw. But it's definitely some sad military something going on. Maybe because it's so nearby. Yeah, well, and people go to hotels to kill themselves. That's uh, yeah. absolutely... A thing. Yeah. It's pretty horrible because you just, like, know by doing that you're just going to, like, traumatize with the maid that finds you. Yeah. But, yeah, that's the Minger Hotel. Oh. The most haunted hotel in Texas. Is it supposed to be? That's what they say. Well, it's beautiful. 
It's and beautiful very and it's very old. Yeah. That's all that's all it takes. <laughs> that's all we need. Oh my gosh. Yeah. A lot of bopping around to different people in different stories, but I wonder I would love to talk to the, the current uh staff that works there. Mm-hmm. I bet there's a ton of stories that we don't even know about. Just like it's just like word of mouth between the staff. Mm-hmm. They do ghost tours. Oh, totally. I would love to do that. Well, I think we can rest assured knowing Oof. that there's probably a million things happening at that place that we will never know about. Um, yeah. But I hope one day we get to stay there. That would be super That'd fun. That would be awesome, yeah. Oh, that would be really fun. That would be really cool. And then next maybe time you come to Texas. Yeah. No, I won't. I won't do that the next time I come to Texas. I can <laughs> promise you that. Um, That's fair. Um, <laughs> but maybe one day on our um, on our haunted tour of American hotels. Ooh, Hell yeah! Ooh, ooh, that sounds creepy, Wolf. though. I don't know if I'm gonna do that. <laughs> yeah, it's the Victorian women that got me. Oh God, with the no teeth. What free? No, with the too much teeth. Jagged and exposed. <laughs> too, too much. Both okay, terrifying. Here's my theory on that. I have okay. a theory that they were nice ladies, but they mm-hmm. were maybe like, okay, here's my idea. Okay. There are, so they, in real life, there's skeletons somewhere, and then they're mm-hmm. also spirits, so they were trying, they're trying their hand at, like, mm-hmm. showing themselves for the first time, because the other spirits are like, come on, up your game, like, don't just make oh. cold spots, don't just, like, move jewelry and hide keys, like, show yourself. Step and it up, yeah. And they're like, I don't know if we have enough energy, we're not very, we haven't tried that much, and I don't know about, like, how I would, if I would show myself, like, effectively well in between, like, skeleton mm-hmm. and human form, and then they tried, and then it ended up being a mixture, and, and it was just uh. horrific. And they were just trying oh, to be God. like, hey, we got your back. And then the woman is just screaming <laughs> until literally emergency responders come, which is really funny. Um, so, yeah, I have a they messed up. I, yeah, Although I like I, that theory. I don't know. I don't think that's what happened. <laughs> I think. But that's what I like to think. That might have. I think that maybe since the one woman got shot in the head that we know for sure of, Ooh. maybe the way they got shot, because you couldn't see their eyes, so maybe, like, Yeah, maybe that was... that's just what they looked like in death. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, I feel like someone just, like, with their hand on your back, like, that's not that, that's like, comforting. it doesn't seem menacing. And, though, and sitting on the headboard, fucking horrifying. Yeah, scream your head off. But maybe it's more like a comforting, like, I've got your back. Yeah, but still, I'm, I'm I've got your back, you. but it looks like you'll drink my blood. <laughs> That's just something I can't quite surmise. That's the best thing. I've got your back, but it looks like you'll drink my blood. That's beautiful. That's poetry. For oh my all God. my goth friends. <laughs> that's for you so i've been Eco listening Goth. to the and we don't care what you think we, so i've been listening to this new podcast because um i've been looking for some new comforting ear material uh and and uh and it's called tarot for the wild soul and it's this wonderful psychic uh tarot uh, reader she's ooh. so comforting and wonderful and she in an episode, she interviews healers and teachers and all this sort of stuff. And she also has episodes where she's literally just talking about and describing what different tarot symbols mean. And they're really comforting Ooh. and really, like, 
self-analyzing. It's almost like free therapy sessions. Um, so really nice. And they're each like an hour plus long. So they're nice and meaty. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's been what my subway listening has been lately. And it's it's really nice uh, and very Ooh. comforting. So if you are interested in that and interested in tarot, uh, I think that would be a great place to start. That's awesome. Yeah. Give it a listen, listen. Yes. Um, and I believe that's it. If you just dropped the thing I was playing with. Uh, if you like this podcast, give us a rating, a review, and a subscription. We're coming up on Halloween, and we're all very excited. Uh, you can get merch on Redbubble. You can like us on Instagram and Facebook. You can email us. If you have a personal scary story, you can email us at letters to camp at gmail.com. This episode is one of two episodes that we will be dedicating to a Jacqueline and Brie Malata. And we love hey you and we are with you and bringing you love and healing light and energy. And apparently oh. they had an experience in this hotel mm-hmm. where they smelled like a woman's perfume. It likes really strong in an area that out of nowhere. No one. And that's a, a very common and was- very indicative thing. Uh, paranormal experience Mm -hmm. thing i think it was the old woman in blue maybe i wonder what her perfume was like (laughs) old-fashioned old-fashioned (laughs) pre-1993 it's just like calvin klein um oh god what is it called where it's uh oh fuck what's all the perfume names are running through my head and i'm like aqua by blue <laughs> no, that's that's Tommy Hilfiger. <laughs> it's um, what is it? White diamonds by Elizabeth Taylor. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> or a smell that you can get at CVS. CVS, which is practically Chanel number no, five, sir. but not quite. I love Gwen Stefani's Harajuku Girl perfume. Oh well, yes, duh. They revamped it. They have like three new ones. Just <laughs> okay. I'm glad to see your love of Harajuku is continuing strong in your 20s. Strong. <laughs> All right, that's it for us. We will see you next week. We want you all to have a spooky night. Fail with restless dreams. Of haunted things and hail the white moose. Bye bye, y'all. Bye.